Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living and with my great co-host, Kat Larson. How are you? I'm very good. Taylor Hartman, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and whatever you're doing. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's great to hear your voice. We're going to talk about some interesting dynamics today because I've had some very uh, challenging interactions with clients recently Mm -hmm. um, on relationships. And, uh, you know, obviously the goal is to help people change, help people evolve, help people grow. Mm -hmm. They've taken the, they had the courage to actually come see somebody and to work on something. But it's interesting to me how often they will come and pay the money to make a point about how they're right, not make a point of what they need to work on to make it better. Mm. I received uh, a text recently from a former client of mine. And I have to tell you about this, Kat. Uh, It it was very tender to me because uh, I met this woman broken, broken, broken. Mm. There's no other word to use for her than broken. And she is blue, and she is uh, one of my favorite people in the world today. Um, When she came to me, she was in a marriage that you can't even, I can't begin to tell you how bad it was and dysfunctional. If you could think of the worst possible dynamics that a husband could do to a wife, that's what existed in their marriage. It was horrendous. And in the process, she had been broken down to where, as a blue especially, she felt she could never, ever find someone that would love her. And wanted, mm. and there was so much about her that was lovable. I mean, it wasn't even hard to find. It was like so clear what she could have in life if she could learn to believe she was deserving, and and actually make a choice to leave a very difficult marriage to leave. I mean, there was violence. There were threats of death. I mean, there was not an easy dynamic for her to give get, get away from. But at some point, something flipped in her. And I said to her, I said, if you just give me six months, I promise you, you won't look the same, but you can't know that now. So it's mm-hmm. one, one step at a time. Just keep hearing me tell you um, the truth, which is different than what you've been hearing for the past 25 years. Right. Totally different. Right. So when I think about this, this text that she sent me and I think about the lives that she's touched by embracing truth and believing that she was something other than what she had come to believe in this disastrous marriage. Uh, I, I am moved. Honestly, I, those are the kind of things that move me and why I do the work I do. Oh, I so, you know, while she's being appreciative of me being part of you know, the, her journey, I'm equally appreciative and in awe of the journey she's made and the yeah. life she's touched. And what's so interesting, here's, the, here's kind of an interesting segue for me, is one of the men she dated and dismissed because he was not um, legit. Mm -hmm. He is still on the prowl years later looking for her or someone like her. (sighs) And she's been happily married for years, having a wonderful life, moved right on with her life and and grown, right? He is still looking for, right? Someone Mm -hmm. to make him okay instead of becoming okay. And the irony is, I just was talking with uh, a client of mine who's been involved with him in a relationship, and she shared with me some texts they both sent back and forth after they ended the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, You're, what I'm going to say to you is very painful, but I want you to listen to me. 
um, after I listened, and these were like long texts, long. Yeah. I said, all I need to tell you is he doesn't love you. That's the truth. He doesn't love you. And she said to me, and broken as I am, I would still go back today. And I said, so there it is. So there it is. The beauty of what she saw was I'm too inadequate to free myself of his acceptance. And um, I, I want him enough that I would stay, even though I know he doesn't love me. So that's the difference in her life right now versus this other woman who had moved on, who would actually become lovable in her mind and deserving. Isn't that interesting? Oh, it's, it's just, it's heartbreaking on both ends, like really in a great way. And then the way that you go, you know, I would still go back. That's got to be hard as a, as a therapist, Taylor, to go, wait, yeah, it, <laughs> you know, it, it's devastating. I, I'm so grateful on yellow in a way, because I, I'm a big free agency person. Yes. Like I think if I were blue, I'd be slitting my throat. Like what? You can't possibly right. do that. But right. as a yellow, I'm like, okay, well, you get what you deserve. So, okay, if that's what you want, you can have that. I'll still support you, but I want you to know he doesn't love you. You need to know the truth. And if that's okay with you, then okay, then you have to do that. But I, but I, it does bother me. It does bother yeah, me when yeah. someone doesn't see it, but it bothers me for him also. Sure. That he can't get over his inadequacies enough to see that he is the one keeping himself from getting the very thing he wants. It's yeah. just, uh, so today's theme, here's the theme for today. Um, there's an activity I will do in a training. I'm sure you've done it with me on do numerous occasions. There's 10 things that you must do as a team. And the, there are three lists that I give you. And all three lists are different. But you must all do whatever your list says to win. Mm-hmm. And they all say, read all the instructions first before doing anything. And then on one of the groups, all it says is, now that you've read everything carefully, go back and simply write your name at the top and turn your paper over. You're done. Mm-hmm. And others have to do all sorts of whoops and jingles to, I mean, shout their name out loud. And I'm the smartest person in the room and all these things they have to go through, right? To get through their list, right? But at the end of the day, everyone has to have read the instructions first and, and just know right. what the last line tells you what to do. Right. So, so what I, I want our people, our listeners to listen to today is I want you to know that the first instruction, if you really want to make a relationship work, is ask yourself, what could I be missing about me? What about me am I missing that would make this relationship better? Do not say one time to me, well, but if she, well, if only he, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it at all. Tell me what you could be missing. I am stunned, Kat, how many times people will pay me good money and sit there literally mouth open. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm like, what? You can't think of one thing you might be missing about why this relationship doesn't work. Well, uh, no, it's all tied to what he or she does. It's never tied to just be who I am. So listeners, please understand. If you have a fight with your child, if you're struggling with a parent, you're not getting along with your spouse, you're struggling at work, I am telling you, ask yourself the first thing, what could I be missing about me that's making this not work? That's number one. And by the way, the most humble and the most courageous people will ask that question. The most arrogant and insecure will not. They will not do it. In fact, if anything, they might go to somebody who will agree with them. It's not them. They wouldn't start with them. And by the way, I'm not saying that you're necessarily all the reason the relationship doesn't work. I'm just saying start with that. 
because that's where you can make an impact because you can control yourself. You can't control them. No, that's such a, I, I just wrote down that question because I, I think that's just a great, what am I missing about me um, in so many aspects of, of life is that there's never a, you know, I mean, I think when you hit on it, sometimes you, you can't, you probably do say, I don't know. But the minute you start taking things apart, isn't it stuff that it happens everywhere in their life, not just one yes. place in their life? Well said. Right? Yes, absolutely. That's correct. Yep. And, and it is good what you said. I get that people might say, I don't know, but I have a theme like any, any, any uh, teenager I work with, they always say, I don't know. I said, right. that's fine. We can not know till we're done with the session, but I'm not going on till you figure it out. They're like stunned. Like, what? I have to really do that? I said, yes, that's your work. You have to figure out what you don't know. What is it you don't know? And it, we, there's always an answer because behind every behavior is a reason. There's a motive to something, right? So it's important for us to sit here and go, okay, so what, what is it about me that I may be limiting this relationship? Uh, I'll tell you an example of a couple that I, I'm working with. This is so fun for me. This girl is just magic. I, I love her. She's terrific. She's wonderful. And she's a control freak. Like she parents her husband and her children. She's the, she's righteous. She's good. She's moral. She's all these wonderful things. And her husband has started drinking mm. and he doesn't really give her the energy and the time. Um, Friday nights for her have become unfortunate anymore. They're not time for them. They're time when he kind of blows off steam from work. I've worked hard. I can just be myself. He wants his freedom, right? Yellow. Mm. And she wants him. So in our first session, I said, okay, so let me tell you what is the problem. And I said, it's you. And she's like, you're, what? you're, you're not serious. <laughs> what are you now? I, you understood what I just said, right? He's drinking and he doesn't choose to be available to us. And you just said to me that the problem is me. I said, correct. She was just amazed. She sat there <laughs> just, just upset. And I said, okay, so let me just tell you this. I know how you can get him back if he's going to come back. I don't know that he will. That's not a guarantee. But I know how you can get him back if you can get yourself right. Okay. And she was so, I mean, adorable. I love this woman. Because she went straight from self-righteousness to mm -hmm. humility. Just straight to humility. Said, okay, you tell me. I want to work on this. Not in a defiant way. Very genuine way. And mm -hmm. I said, I want you to stop worrying about his drinking. It's not your problem. His problem is that he is not being legitimate with himself. He is not looking at the truth about who he is and what he's doing in life. He's looking at an escape. That's what's happening. The more, mm -hmm. you, the more you put him off and beat him up and nag at him, the more frustrated you're going to be and the more distant he's going to become. I want you to start getting up on Friday mornings and going for a run. I want you to go with your kids to the park. I want you to do all the things you would do with him if he were sober but he's not because he has a hangover from the night before. I'm mm -hmm. okay with, I want you just to make those, I'm sorry, Saturdays because Friday night's his drink night. I want you to actually make your life everything it should be with him, only without him. Without him, yeah. And Got don't it. hold a grudge. Don't be angry. Don't be resentful. I promise you this man is going to see what he's missing. He will never see it if you're nagging at him because he'll say, I deserve to drink. She's such an egg. He's that immature. So just do your work on you. Do not mention once to me, he's drinking. It's irrelevant to me. So I somehow I did not see her for like two or three weeks, but I saw him like in that meantime, a couple of times. 
And both times he goes, oh my gosh, you have just done magic with her. She's so much better than she was. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just classic. <laughs> He's sure now their problems are solved because of course she's better than she ever was. And I was moved. All I did- Did I he shift? There. What? Did he shift? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's already started the awareness piece, but it's going to take a while. He's sure. been in denial for a long time. But the beauty that I sent her a text and I said, I just want you to know what a difference you've made just focusing on you. I cannot tell you. And when I actually saw her recently, she was so like alive. I was so, oh. I mean, her heart still hurts. She still wishes sure. her husband to do those things, but sure. she was no longer making it all about him. She was able to embrace a quality of life that was it's magical. And he's the one now saying, I can see where, you know, uh, maybe I, I don't really give her the time that I, I give my work. I'm more focused at work than I am at home. He's starting to be aware of these things because she's not hammering him the whole time. So that's back oh. to the question of what could I be missing, right? Hers was, I'm making it all about control. And that's not going to make him a fake. It doesn't work. It just never, it never will work, right? But the beauty was she was humble enough to go, okay, I'm missing out on how I can make my life better. So I want our listeners to think about what am I missing? I think about a mom that I was working with where her white son was so defiant mm -hmm. and she was just at wit's end. Like she was right about what was happening to his life, but the way she was going about it was so wrong. Mm -hmm. And she had the humility to stop and say, okay, all right, so what am I doing wrong? What am I missing? And it was a beautiful thing because what she was wanting for him was all right. It was all right. Everything about it was right. But her humility allowed her to say, oh, I see. The way I'm going about it is all wrong. That's what I need to work on. It's the way I'm doing it. You know, Taylor, I have a question for you. So so let's just talk about the couple that, you know, um, that he was drinking and she was going to the park. The work it takes for her to pack up the kids, go to the park with joy and with, with clean and your yes. words being clean, clean about it. Yep. That's not just a, okay, I'm going to do that a lot of times. Right. I'm not, it, it never, the joy doesn't come. I'm at the park and I might still be fuming that he's not oh. with me. Oh, or I'm oh doing yeah. Thank things. you. No, it takes time to really be able to control your emotions and release so that expectation thing. Right. Like I'm going to, if I can't do thing. that, if I'm standing there and I'm mad, I'm at the park with my kids and I'm like, well, he's not here and I'm here. And blah, blah, blah. Right. then I know that back up a couple of steps and start with what start with, how do I start not I, being mad? I choose to be in a relationship with a man who drinks. I'm not choosing to get out. So I want to be effective in my relationship that I have. I'm going to get myself right in the process. I've gotten off base. I've gotten out of my, my rut of goodness. I'm angry. I'm bitter. I'm not mm -hmm. who I want to be. So I have my own work to do. I've justified that by, well, he wasn't drinking when I married him. Like that was not part of our deal. So I love, it's so powerful. I like what you just said. Just go back a couple steps and realize that you're still pointing your finger at the wrong person. Got you it. can't make them change and start embracing what you can control. Like you can breathe the fresh air. You can be at the park with your kids. You can enjoy so many other things that are right about you and about your life than focusing on that, which you can't change. Gratitude. Can't. Grateful for those. Yes. Good. Yes. That's and good. Grateful okay. For them. Now, okay. just so you know, I have no problem with somebody who says at some point, this doesn't work for me, but they'll do it much differently when they're clean than when they're dirty. 
Yes. So if you're just bitter and petty, right, you're going to go out in life and find others that are bitter and petty also. But if mm-hmm. you really can sit in it and find a way to be right with yourself, you'll find that your life opens up. It just becomes better and much more abundant than if you're focusing on the thing you can't control anyway, right? Okay. So, All right. So you, awesome. So take the, take the control back. What do I need to work on? What makes me my best self? That kind of thing, right? Take it away from them. And I, I want our listeners to know, life is messy. Like yeah. whether it's your spouse or your child or your parent or yourself, life is messy. And we cannot escape life without some messes. But the beauty of it, if you want to be effective in the message you're in, is you take ownership for what you can be owned, what you can do, what you may be missing. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll miss that magic if you can't do that. So that, that's kind of the essence of today's comment is, what am I doing that's making this not effective? Powerful. Right? Powerful. And the people that give you that feedback are typically the ones who are not like you. Yes. Don't go to people who agree with you because they'll yes. feed you, right? Go to somebody who is maybe a little contraire. They might say, mm, not so sure about that. I remember a couple I was working with one time and she was certain that he was not being faithful to her. And I said to her one time, you're so focused on him and what's wrong with him. Have you ever considered how difficult you are to be with? And she was incensed, just mm livid and sought another therapist and which is great and off they went and she found a woman who agreed with her right and i said well that's fine but it won't be effective like all they're going to do is make you feel even more righteous and your husband's more the problem and things got worse and worse and worse until finally she said i can see that i was unwilling to hear what was wrong with me what he was doing was so outrageous in my mind that anything i did that was wrong couldn't any couldn't hold a candle to it So she's now starting to kind of go back. Like you said, take a couple steps back, get inside yourself and look at you and what makes your life, what are you missing about yourself? So what am I missing about myself? Okay. And then I have one last question very quickly. Have you taken all objects out of your uh, counseling office that people can throw at you when you ask those kind of questions? I can imagine some of the looks on your face. You're just like, well, you're the problem. What? <laughs> it's so true. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. And and what's really funny is when we talk about it like months later, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I wanted to shoot you. I, I not believe. I, I have had people be very angry at me for sure. Oh you know, it's really gosh. sad though. Even more what? sad. It's so sad when I see somebody who genuinely wants to change, but they're seen as so weak by their spouse that when they go home, their spouse is angry at me, not at them. Because yeah. they didn't even think they're strong enough to say this. It must be the counselor that's saying it because they're not worth it. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's oh, the worst. Double whammy, right? We're screwed yeah. up. And now you're you, you're not even strong enough to, to be, right. you know. Take oh. the heat. Yeah. I, it's, it's hard because I do think people don't realize how, how obvious they are. Yeah. Like mental health for us is just, it's kind of like someone who's physically fit and they watch you eating a Twinkie. They're like, really? Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. But in mental health, I am the same way. If somebody's eating a Twinkie, so to speak, right? Like blaming their partner instead of looking at their own stuff. I'm like, it's blatant with me. I can't not say to them, at least here's the truth. At least you need to know this, right? If you want to make it better. If you don't want to, then that's on you. But at least my job is to at least tell you, here's things I see about you that are probably sabotaging your life. 
Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of fun for our listeners to think about this question. So who's messiest in your life? Is it you? Yeah. Is it your spouse and relationship? Is it your relationship with your kids? Is it your relationship with your parents? Is it your relationship with your, your employer or employee? It'd be kind of fun for people to think about that. Who, I think, where is it? Where is it messiest in your yes. life? Got it. Yep. Got it. Where is it messiest in your life? Is it you, your spouse, your kids, your employer, your parents, or your friends? You know, it's, it's kind of a, like I have one client I'm working with right now that's, um, he's really, really lonely. He's tried to kill himself a couple of times. Mm. And, uh, it's just tragic because friends all leave him. And uh, he's having a hard time figuring out what it is about him that causes that to happen. He's so stuck in as a blue. It just hurts that they leave me. And I'm like, I know that's true, but that's not going to solve your problem. You got to figure out what you're doing that causes people to leave. Just staying yes. hurt is not going to get you any better. So it, hurt. it's just important for people to think about what is it? What's my role in my life? And in the mess I have, what is my role? What can I do to clean that up? Right. And the yeah. first thing I think is you say, so what am I doing? What am right? I doing? Yep. Right. And that's where yep. therapists can be extremely valuable. That's where a great friend or a good parent or somebody who you trust, who isn't necessarily going to take your side could be very helpful. Yeah, those those are those people are gold for sure. Like, you they know, like, gold. yeah, not letting you. Oh, yeah. You know, your sister's such a or your husband's such right. a you're right to be mad. Get mad. Right. They're all pieces of crap. No. Yeah. Th- those people. I it, it, and it's so easy to get sucked in. It, are you kidding? It's so convenient, right? It is. Solves my problem. <laughs> <laughs> At least we all agree. But yeah, here's great. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> you know, I mean, Ma, great. We're the, other, to talk about. The, the problem I have with that is that you don't get any better. That I mean, so if we just are convinced it's not us, then we don't get any better. I love the person, like I I have one client I'm working with right now that is so, she just needs baby steps. And so she does things I don't even totally agree with. I tell her, I think that's not necessarily what I would want you to do. She goes, of course you don't. Like you're evolved, you're a therapist, (laughs) but I'm not there yet. So I'm going to do this right now. And I know I'm not measuring up. And I love her that. I love her because I'm so direct with her. And she's going to take some time to get where she needs to be, but she can't do it all right yet. She just has to kind of work towards that. On the other hand, I do want my listeners to know, I really, it's important for me for you to all hear that there are things you can do today to enhance Mm -hmm. the quality of your life. Yep. Just, if you just would get over you for a minute. Yep. Just like I listened this one comment, there's a couple in my office and this guy said, "You, you, you get over yourself, can you? And there's two ways I want to go with this real quick, and then we'll quit, we'll quit for today. The mm-hmm. one is, I want him to say, so everything I say about you, I, I'm saying about myself. So every time I say something, like, Kat, you're so much this. If I were really healthy, I'd go, so what I just said about you is really what I'm saying about me. That would oh. be huge eye-openers, by the way. Wow. Huge. Because you know what? Somebody else would not say that about you. They'd be fine with it. So obviously, I have the agenda. So what is it I'm seeing that is about me that I'm not seeing? Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. All right. So for all of our listeners, when you're making comments about somebody else, I want you to think for a minute. Well, no, a minute. Okay, is this about me? Am I saying something I really should be saying about me? That's number one. And then number two, all right, if you're saying something about somebody else, I want you to think, how could I say good things about that person to make them want me to be on their team, that they would actually invite me into their world? 
what things could I do that would legitimize me in their eyes, right? Instead of attack, instead of putting them down, instead of making them the problem, what things could I do to become part of their team? Their team. God. That, that's, uh, that's my work, right? Not their work. That's my work. Not their, that's right. That's right. So I just want our listeners to know Perfect. there's such a pathway out. But remember, when you're doing things that are wrong mental health-wise, they're just not healthy. It's like watching someone who's fit eating a Twinkie. Eat a Twinkie, yep. It just doesn't make sense. And that's where I hope our listeners will go with their own mental health. How do I become such that I wouldn't choose a Twinkie? I wouldn't do that. It's not the way I live. So good for God, today. So black, it's really clear. And and then and then you walk out the door and that's one thing. It it gets complicated, but just keep on those questions. And I think that's so good. I think that am I I'm saying this about myself the minute I start doing that, because that's when it gets messy. Like the no, you know, that, I, I love that. that. I it, it is black and white for me. It's so clear to me. I know I get it hundred percent. I love it when a client writes in or uh, one of our listeners and says, I, I, I know it's black and white to you, but it doesn't, it's not to me. Explain right. this to me. Right. I have no problem with that. I know that's excellent. I mean, that's how I have been with fitness. I don't get it. Help me, help me understand right. this. Right. Right. So right. with mental health, I'm happy to give people like clarity, what would help them understand it better, how to do it. But at the end of the day, there is truth in mental yes. health. Yes. All right. It's always great. Love oh. talking with you. Love our listeners. Thank you all for listening. Send us our information. Taylor at taylorharvin.com. Kathy with a C at taylorharvin.com. Yes. And our website is taylorharvin.com. Have a wonderful week. It's been awesome. Always. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Hey, Color Code family, it's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.